What's up, the people? Welcome back to Questions You Never Thought to Ask, the Whitewater Kayak Podcast. I'm Seth Ashworth, and just before we get into a very interesting podcast episode this week, I want to give a big shout out to all the people who support this podcast on Patreon. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows you to chip in uh, just a few dollars every month to kind of help keep the keep the lights turned on for this podcast, as it were. And I absolutely could not do it without the people who are supporting on Patreon right now. Um, so thank you very much to those people. And if you're interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, go ahead and look at patreon.com slash Seth Ashworth. And that's a easy way for you to help keep this podcast going. I'm excited to introduce this week's podcast. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to try and talk about an article I read this week I thought was interesting, and I've got the author of this particular article on the line. Um, the link to the original article is just below in the in the notes section, so if you want to read it, uh, you can, and hopefully you will enjoy it very much. Okay, enjoy. Okay, welcome back to Questions You Never Thought to Ask, the Whitewater Kayak podcast this week. Uh, we're trying a different format, and we're going to talk um, a, kind of about an article I read this week that I thought was interesting. And I talk with the uh, the author of that article. This week's article is titled "Certification Killed Paddling Adventures," and it's by Fiona Huff. Uh, Fiona, thanks for joining us. No worries. Yeah. Um, for people who don't know you, Fiona, do you want to give your like your two sentence background or your uh, your little <laughs> sure. uh, your little intro on yourself? Sure. Um... Yeah, I mean, I've been working in the outdoor sort of adventure industry uh, and wilderness education uh, for about 25 years. And um, I'm a Paddle Canada instructor trainer. And uh, I've been living in BC over the last 11 years. And while I've been here, I've kind of gotten into the sea kayak guiding community. And I'm a a level three guide with the Sea Kayak Guides Alliance. Um, Yeah, and the article I wrote was actually just a a little vignette about an experience that I had uh, on... A trip I was guiding a couple of years ago, um, and it mirrored other experiences that I've had in the field as well. Um, and for people who haven't read it, do you want to give like a, a short explanation, like an overview of the article? It's got like a nice little anecdote story, and then it kind of dips, yeah. dips a little bit deeper into it. Um, yeah. I'm going to put a link to the article, obviously, for people who want to circle back to it. But just for the purpose of this podcast, you want to like outline roughly what what it was all about and a little anecdote. For sure, yeah. I mean, I wrote it. Uh, it was a I, what happened. Uh, the little anecdote is basically that I was guiding with uh, another level three guide out on the north central coast, and met up with a couple of folks who had been um, on a, a really long sea kayak expedition, and they told some slightly hairy stories about how they had started the trip with really no experience and no background in sea kayaking. Um, and so I kind of explore, you know, what, like I kind of confront my own sort of, uh, snobbery around that kind of thing (laughs) and my own sort of very certified perspective around what, you know, who should be out there and who should not. And, and also sort of, it's a sort of a little bit of a look at, well, you know, sure they didn't have certification, they didn't have experience, but for people who didn't have that kind of experience on the ocean they really did their due diligence in terms of learning as they went along and accessing supports as they traveled and had a had a really strong recreational mountaineering background as well so we're kind of making really good common sense decisions 
um, yeah, so it's just a bit of an exploration of, of that. Um, I thought it was a really <laughs> interesting article because like the, the title kind of like clickbaited me in really because I, for the longest time, have been thinking that certification is killing off whitewater paddling. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm like <laughs> out here in Eastern Canada, like on the, in the whitewater world. Mm -hmm. And I feel very lucky, like on, in our river system here, there's a lot of cool clubs that introduce people to kayaking and like um, get them started on the river. But without a focus on like, you need to be certified to do this, or you need this um, instruction. And growing up, I'm originally from the UK and there's like an incredibly rigorous certification yeah. scheme there. And they have these like uh, performance awards and these coaching mm -hmm. awards. <laughs> but it's almost at the point where it's like, whenever you speak to someone about kayaking, you never speak to them about like a cool trip they did or a cool river they were on. You only ever seem to speak about these friggin' awards and the <laughs> endless, like the endless bubble of like, oh, I, I can't do that because I didn't get this award or like, I'm doing this because I want to get this award. And it's like, I don't, it, it takes away from me, like why I enjoy going kayaking, like my favorite things about like going places and being on the river with my friends. And it mm -hmm. just kind of makes it feel like I'm just tied into, into school again. Um, <laughs> and so what I wanted to know, well, what are your two cents really on how we can get away from, like, I think it's good to have a certification system. And like, if people are interested in that, like it's a good way to get people educated, but how can we get people away from only being focused on those certificates? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, it, I think it's a bit of a complex issue because uh, I, I will say that I'm obviously, I'm actually on the Paddle Canada Board of Directors um, as well. You're like, I didn't, I didn't mention that. You're like, you're, <laughs> I'm you're, on, you're on both sides of the fence here. I'm on both sides of the fence. And I think, I think that's important to note because I actually see enormous value from a, you know, a social societal perspective, as well as just an industry perspective to have, you know, standards and certifications for people that are working professionally in the field. Like I kind of think we need to hold ourselves to a high professional standard. And I think certifications can do that for us. They create a standard that allows us to kind of, you know, be able to back up what we're doing. Um, but at the same time, I think what I, you know, what I tend to, I've seen over the years in society is like, we're seeing it with kids, right? It's like, there's huge risk aversion um, in our society and it's just increased and increased. And I think it is, I mean, I think maybe in some ways, you know, I would retitle the article to say like, you know, our society's risk aversion is killing adventure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, but I do think sort of this, this attitude that we can have around, oh, you, you people don't know what you're doing because you don't, you've never taken a course. You've never, you don't have this ticket that I have. It's like, I, I think the, the other edge of that sword is like, I do think we're just kind of squashing the life out of, out of real adventure. And, you know, I've certainly done a lot of things in my life in the outdoors that I am not certified as a guide to do, like I spent a lot of time in the mountains and I'm certainly not a certified ACMG guide. Um, I've done some stupid things, <laughs> uh, in lots of places, you know, and, um, and sometimes people die doing that, uh, you know, and that's, that is an unfortunate, uh, reality, but I, but I also think, you know, we just have this way of kind of going, you know, you're not allowed to come out here unless you've got some kind of 
special training or specialized training. And I, I just kind of worry that more and more we've become kind of reliant on the ticket to, to legitimize adventure. So there's two, there's two things I wanted to pick up on here. And <laughs> yeah. I think like we can, if we unpack the question, uh, like from a different start point. So instead of being like, what qualification do I need to be here? If we started the question from the point of view of like, why do I go kayaking in the first place? Mm. Um, and I think people uh, like approach the sport for a lot of different reasons. And some of it's for adventure some of it's just straight out fun. Some yeah. of it's like personal growth and some people want to track that personal growth with, um, with those like increased certifications mm -hmm. but is there do you think there's a way we can live in a, like in a happy middle ground where people want to go kayaking and have fun and do adventures but they're not like tied by the ankle of like you need these certifications to do these adventures sure i mean i mean i think you kind of talked initially about the club system and i mean i think um, out here on Vancouver Island, like there's a pretty robust, uh, whitewater paddling community that I'm a part of that, um, is, it's just people who want to go paddling and they all have connected with each other. And there's a couple of people that kind of broker that group and still go out on the river with someone. And then they'll add them to this email list that we have. Um, and no one's getting certified, you know, it's, it's just, we kind of check each other out. If we've got less experienced people with us, we'll, we'll know that and we'll kind of account for that and we'll do our best to take care of those folks on the river. Like, I think, I think that kind of uh, informal induction into, and there's lots of clubs with UVic and, and um, the Victoria Canoe and Kayak Club and stuff like that. Like there's lots going on here and I, and I know in other places too that are getting people into the, the sports you know, in ways that are not so certification based because they don't need to be so much for those folks. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's um, like to, to put my cards on the table, like I'm also like <laughs> fairly certified in the like kayak instructor <laughs> world. Mm -hmm. And I have gone through the like CKC, like Canoe Kayak Canada's like instructor, instructor trainers thing. And uh -huh. I, the whole time I just kind of felt like it was, like I, I get why it's there and I get that it's good to have a professional standard that we can like we can account people to and it's cool for those industry jobs that where you have to have um, a certain level and I, I do think they have value there but I just wonder if there's a way we can move away from like those kind of like uh, I, I hesitate to use the word like toxic but toxic mm. uh, personal growth like type awards and I think Canada's fortunate not to have that but in England they had this like pretty savage um when i was a kid it was called the star system you have like five star was meant to be like you know you could paddle on class four or class five or something and one yeah. star was like you know you showed up and you did some flat water paddling and there was all this stuff in the middle and like looking back now i'm like oh what a horrible toxic way to grow like to grow up and like measure mm. your progress at these miserable levels when i think it would be a lot more valuable to measure your progress in like these cool experiences that you had just because it was like cool to have those experiences, you know, and they didn't, you didn't necessarily have to like tick a box to, to, to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and again, I'm kind of, I, I'm in this place of being in two minds. I mean, one thing I talk really briefly about, I actually spoke more about it in the original draft of that article was um, this idea of like transferable experience and knowledge. And I think, 
one of the things that I notice is that a people are there's a lot of people who are afraid now to go out unless they do have a course under their belt. So think that somehow, oh, I can't even go out into the harbor or I can't even go out into this little sheltered bay with my kayak unless I have a a license to do so. Yeah. Um, and then and the other piece of it being, you know, uh, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> Where did we start with that one? Um, we were just talking about like people who are scared to go out without any formal training. And oh, I yeah, think yeah. what you were probably getting at was like, should you have a per- like personal growth awards so that those people who want to get some training have like something Can, to shoot. Yeah. yeah. The, well, yeah. And the other thing I was going to say was just about and one of my critiques over the years, and I've written other stuff about this is, is that uh, certification is great, but I think it also, what it doesn't give us is that kind of decision-making and judgment, uh, which I think are critical pieces to living life as a human being. And certainly to like, having experience in you know risk environments in the outdoors like I think we need to to develop judgment um and be mentored in some ways like to be honest like I think it's really helpful to have people to help guide us through that decision making agree agree 100 process yeah Yeah. but but how do we do that in a way that's because I, I actually don't think certification equals judgment and you know, and common sense, in fact, sometimes. And I would go a step further and say, I don't think certification is the same as mentorship. Absolutely and that you can, you can get yeah. a lot more out of kayaking with someone who's better at kayaking than you, than you ever could mm-hmm. from like going down the path of like ticking all the boxes to get a certificate. Absolutely. Yeah. Like who made me, like if I reflect back on who made me a better paddler in terms of being able to read the river, you know, in a whitewater context and use the river differently and and relate to the river in the new ways it's like the, the guy was not he had no certification he was just like one of the best paddlers in north america and he just did it for fun <laughs> and i just spent a lot of time watching him and talking to him and having him give me little tips and stuff like that so it's like you know you know when i res- like reflect back on some of my own best learning in the river environment it's not necessarily, it's not been through uh, the certification stream. It's been through my personal places mm-hmm. where I've kind of put myself in more challenging circumstances and I found really good mentors. Um, so let's just put a pause in the, I, I like where this is going, but let's just put a pause yeah. in this and like flip it on its head for, uh, for a minute because there's a really right. good line in this, in your article here where you talk about, um, uh let's see if i can find it here unconscious um incompetence where yes. people especially like mm-hmm. highly certified people make mm-hmm. poor decisions i inferred because of like actual lack of like real world experience where they were like spending time pursuing these certificates but that's mm-hmm. not directly said um but i've i've seen this like in a professional context these people who are like you know on paper like should be very good but in the real world, they're just like, you know, things are happening around them that they're just completely unaware of, um, <laughs> like situationally or environmentally that are making mm. huge differences to like them or someone in their group or their whole group. Um, yeah. And these yeah. are like, like small things that if you, you know, just had like some more, some more gray hairs in your beard or whatever, like <laughs> you, you would, you, you know, you'd see this stuff happening and be like, oh, okay, I can fix this right now instead mm. of like, just like ending up in a dangerous situation that was easily avoidable 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, you know, I see, I definitely see that all the time that, that sort of unconscious or conscious incompetence, or unconscious incompetence. Like we don't, sometimes we just are not even looking at what we need to look at because we're not even aware that it's there or not there. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, and that's what I, you know, that's what I sort of was thinking about when I was talking about the judgment decision-making stuff is like, you know, we're, we're not really training or mentoring that officially, you know, like in a formal way um, that's really robust at this point in any of the disciplines that I'm aware of. I mean, I know that it happens in different places, but uh, I, I think that's a bit of a miss um, in terms of where we're getting at when we're certifying people. Um, yeah. And I, and I think that, I think that's something that's, I mean, the guys alliances, uh, out here is, is certainly looking at that model and ways to kind of strengthen that aspect of their certification program through, through better, more intentional kind of mentorship and mm-hmm. yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, I feel conflicted about it. Um, like, yeah. you know, kind of, <laughs> like we've been saying through this whole conversation, because I've been working in that professional world, like of teaching whitewater kayaking, uh, you know, like done the certifications thing, um, growing up as a kid in England and then moving over to here and like kind of redoing a lot of the certification thing in Canada. And I just, I, I have such a love hate relationship with it. And honestly, like every time someone brings it up, it like, you know, pulls me almost to tears and pulling a little bit of hair out um, <laughs> of what I've got left. I'm just like, Oh, I don't, I you know, like looking back, knowing what I know now, I'm like, I could have been years ahead of where I am with just like a uh, different path and different mentors, but I might yeah. not be where I was professionally, like teaching kayaking and, and like where and with whom and what we were doing without those cert- like um, c- certifications. So it's, it's hard. Uh, I, I feel so, conf- the more we talk about it, the more conflicted I feel, yeah. um, to be honest. But I think... <laughs> I think mentorship is more valuable than certification. If I was going to just underscore this um, discussion with one sentence, but I think going forward and kind of the final question I wanted to finish to finish on or uh, to get your thoughts on, is it, um, is it better to keep going forwards in, in the certified world we're in, or should we try and shake the system up and be doing and everyone be doing something different? Oh gosh, that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I th- to be honest, I think that at this point, I think certification is kind of a, a necessary. I think it's something that exists. I don't think we're going to stop the train, and I think it's actually, in some ways, I really feel it's an important piece that is beginning to kind of legitimize the outdoor professions as professions. And, and I think that's important in this world. That's very, uh, you know, liability based and Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. Like, I think it's a really, it, it serves a really important function. I think it, you know, organizations like Paddle Canada and the Seekite Guides Alliance and the CKC, like they're all doing their bit to kind of, uh, create a standard that we can measure against. And I actually think that's important when we're working professionally in an industry or a field of work. Um, you know, so I'm kind of like, 
<laughs> towing the line there. Like I actually think there's value to it, but, but yep. to me, the, the two th things that I would say that may be conflicting with that is like, well, and a, and, and we, we don't have, I don't think we have a very robust system of how do we identify like, or do we identify, you know, who, who is a good mentor? Yeah. What does it take to be a good mentor? Like who gets, who gets that, that, that role. And, uh, cause sometimes we can be mentored. And then, I mean, I've certainly seen a lot of the results of like poor mentoring. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. So it's like, should we throw, I don't think we should throw it out. I do think, I do think certification has the effect sometimes of like mystifying the world for, of, of outdoor experiences for people yep. who are, are recreationists. Mm -hmm. And it creates a bit of a, a an elitist kind of mentality, and I and that concerns me because I think we want to we want to invite people in. I mean, Scott McGregor always talks about this, right? Like we, from Rapid Mag, we like we want to invite people into paddling. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to create further barriers to keep them out, and and so that that's my you know, my tension with certification is that I feel like what it's starting to do and what it's doing more and more is it's keeping people out who should be invited in, you know? And so I think finding more ways, you know, both as professional instructors, but just as paddlers out and out being out in the world, like I think finding more ways to bring people in to that experience um, and take down some of those roadblocks that already exist and find ways, you know, find ways to kind of invite people in in different ways. Yeah, it's interesting. I like uh, this is something that kind of like a message that I've been trying to push through all of my different, you know, various ways to invite people in. It, like as you as you put it, I call it like just trying to get people engaged in in whitewater kayaking because that's kind of my that's my jam. That's my deal. That's what I, mm -hmm. I'm really into is and you know i'm trying to do that with like this podcast and with youtube and with instagram and just reach more people who may not know they're interested yet but they like you know could be peripherally interested and like could be more involved with just a little bit more of a nudge you know so i think it's mm -hmm. it's good i think if everybody in the kayaking world started approaching kayaking with that mindset of like obviously i want to grow and be better personally but also it would be cool to invite more people in how can we accomplish that? I think if everyone was looking at the problem with how can we accomplish that, um, we would all be a lot, we'd be in a, a very different different world, if you know what I mean, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Difficult. I'm, uh, I'm pretty, I, like you said, the more we talk, you know, the more conflicted I get about this topic. <laughs> and um, this has been a really great discussion. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, do you have anything else you want to kind of throw in here? Uh, you know, I, I kind of do, but I've lost the thought. Yeah. Mostly I think I, you know, one of the things I was thinking about when I wrote that article is like, you know, and the, the people that I, I was talking about, those two people that had paddled, you know, for 80 days on the BC coast, like, you know, by the time I met them, they had, they had acquired and collected 80 days worth of not just experience, but kind of like unofficial informal mentoring from the people that they mm -hmm. came across along the way and I mean they already came into that experience with what I would identify as like a really solid set of decision making and judgment skills based on 
experience in a different risk environment, so in a mountain environment. And they were just applying those principles to something that they were not familiar with. And so to me, they were consciously incompetent, which is a golden place to be. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I think if we can promote those, you know, the, the more, more of that judgment and those kind of skills, right? Like the judgment, decision-making, like conservative processes to kind of like figure out what's going on to know that there's always something we don't know and it might bite us in the butt. (laughs) And I I think, you know, to be honest, I think the whole, like whole humanity would be a lot better if everyone was on the, like the more I read, the less I know program. Um, I think I, I I think unfortunately we're getting into like a a bigger ocean of topic here. Yes. The people don't understand that the more you like investigate something, the less you really know about it. Um, and it's, that might be a a bridge too far in terms of like societal shifts, but I think it would be really great if people, you know, like would get to that place of conscious incompetence and know they don't know everything and, and know that, having these experiences is super valuable. I know that, um, you know, that that's, that's how you get better is by doing stuff over and over again and finding out and having experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, this has been questions ever thought to ask the whitewater kayak podcast. Um, Fiona Huff, great article. I'm going to leave a link in the description below. Um, thanks for taking the time and I will see everyone else in two weeks. Peace.